Ciao, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dishing Up Digital School. I'm actually recording this in Italy. If you have been keeping up to date with things over on my Instagram page at Ellen McKenzie, you will know that I'm in the middle of a five-week overseas trip. So far, I have been to Singapore, Berlin, Frankfurt, Switzerland, and now I'm here in Rome. And we are currently just getting ready to pack our bags and head to the airport once again as we are flying to South Africa. So I'm really, really hopping around, really getting my way around the world. But today I wanted to record a little bit of a podcast inspired by my recent Instagram post. I was going to do one on traveling and how I've been managing my business while traveling. So let me know if that's something that you'd still like to hear and I can definitely record that as well. But recently I had a little bit of an Instagram post go semi-viral. You guys loved it and it was a post all about the apps that I use as a social media manager. It was a really small post with just basically a list of apps that I really love and I use every day in my business. And I really didn't go in depth to a lot of things. And I thought having a podcast episode where I chat through each of these apps and how I use them, pros and cons, if there's any alternatives, I thought that would be a lot more insightful than just a simple little Instagram graphic. So for those of you that did love that post, I think you'll really enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. So I'm just going to run through all of these apps that I love just as like a little list to get us started and then I'll dive into each one. The first one that I mentioned was the Meta Business Suite. I use this for like scheduling and whatnot. The next one is Panda Docs for contracts, uh, Trello for organizing client content, ClickUp for team and task management, Zero for my accounting, PayPal for international payments and course sales, CapCut for quick phone video edits, Canva for all things graphic design, Adobe Creative Cloud. Now, I think we'll start with the last three because these are all kind of closely interlinked. They're all about, you know, being creative and creating content. And for me, I started out my business using Adobe. It's what I'd always use since my blogging and YouTube days. Um, I use the Creative Cloud subscription because they did the classic thing where they hooked me in as a student, gave me a really good rate. <laughs> and then now I have become a lifetime customer. And the thing I like about this is it makes it really affordable. Um, it's like a monthly subscription that you pay. So you get all of the latest uh, up-to-date, you know, pieces of software in the Adobe world, but you don't have to keep like paying for new updates. So every time they release, you know, Lightroom, the 2023 version, you don't have to pay for a new upgrade because you're paying that monthly fee. And for me, I think it's around 80 or 90 New Zealand dollars, but it does mean that I can use Audition, which is what I'm recording into right now. 
I can also use Premiere Pro for editing my videos and I can also use Lightroom for using it for editing my photos. And then there's a few other things like Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Acrobat and some things that I don't use as much. But for me, those three apps in the Adobe Creative Cloud really do make it worth it for me. However, I recommend most beginners really just opt for Canva. As a new social media manager, Canva has really everything you need and at a much more affordable price. It's also a lot more user-friendly for beginners as well. And I actually use this probably more than I would use um, any of the Adobe editing things. I especially use Canva when it comes to graphics. So creating graphic carousels for myself, for clients. I'll use it to make uh, presentations for my courses. I'll use it to make like flyers, anything. I literally just made a flyer on it for my um, studio business as well. And then the last one I had on that list in terms of the creative work was CapCut. And this is just my favorite uh, phone editing app. Anything that I want to just edit quickly on the go. Otherwise, if I'm editing reels, if I'm talking, editing a talking reel especially, I will actually just airdrop this to my computer and use Premiere Pro. I really like Premiere Pro, but it is not user-friendly for beginners either. So CapCut is something that is just really easy to start learning how to use video, but also is something that I use a lot when I'm just on the go, when I just want to edit together something really quick. Out of all these creative apps, if you're just getting started and you're only wanting to invest in one thing, uh, well, first off, CapCut is free. I use the free version. I think there's a paid version that gives you like some perks and things, but the free version works great. Canva is also free, but that's probably the one thing out of all these apps that I would recommend investing in for beginners. You can also edit video in Canva. I've actually edited some reels in there. I think that's a great option, but mostly it's the graphics and design capabilities of Canva that is fantastic. You've got stock images, you've got stock videos. I use this so much in my business and I'm totally not being paid to say this. I wish I was, <laughs> but if I was to choose any of these creative apps, Canva would be the one to invest in. Now onto some slightly more boring, but definitely beneficial pieces of tech. PandaDoc for contracts, zero for accounting. Now I know a lot of other social media managers and creatives use HoneyBook and Henry. I both think these are fantastic options. HoneyBook is available in the US. Uh, Henry is available, I think just in New Zealand, maybe Australia as well. And for me, these options didn't exist when I started my business. So that was kind of why I ended up going with Xero. Uh, but simply what Xero does is it links to my bank account and it copies across all of my transactions so that I can reconcile and organize everything and keep track of my accounts. So any sort of expenses can get filed away, any purchases for my business, likewise, any sales, any income coming in can be categorized and tracked. I also really like the software and reports that Xero spits out for me. It's really handy to keep track of profit and you know loss and revenue and all of that good stuff in your business. Um, however, most accounting apps do this, okay? Like I don't think what they offer is anything special at the moment in the market. I honestly think there's a lot of options up there. There's also things like QuickBooks if you're in the US, um, but Xero I think is quite global and popular in that sense. HoneyBook, the one that I suggested earlier, I'm kind of jealous that we don't have it in New Zealand. They really integrate with a lot of other um, apps and pieces of software and what they offer is a bigger picture system for your business like it has an onboarding system it's got a whole bunch of automatic workflows for onboarding a new customer so they can come through the sign up for a sign up form through HoneyBook they can book a discovery call 
then you can come in and send an automatic invoice and it's just very smooth. It's very dreamy. I wish we had that <laughs> in all honesty. But the other thing, a piece of tech that I do need because uh, I don't have HoneyBooks is PandaDocs. Like I need to have some ability to add contracts so I can send an invoice through Xero, but I need to have to have to have an extra piece of software to add in contracts to help me with that workflow in terms of onboarding a new client. Someone asked me in the comments of this post, uh, why did I choose PandaDoc and not, I think it was, what was the name of it? it was like DocuSign or HelloSign. And again, in all honesty, a lot of these programs, they do the same thing. And simply when I started four years ago, PandaDoc was the best option on the market for me at that time. I think they have really good low entry level price options for if you're just getting started and you're maybe just sending one or two contracts. It's very easy for your clients. They can electronically sign your document. They've got a whole bunch of templates on there and it just looks really professional in my opinion. And it makes it also convenient that all of my contracts with all of my different clients are housed in the same place so I can come back and look at those if I need to. The final thing in this kind of payment category or the boring category <laughs> is PayPal. Now I don't love PayPal. I think they I, they kind of charge quite heavy um, transaction fees which is quite annoying but I do think it's the best way to receive payments and send invoices with international clients. I think PayPal is very highly looked upon in terms of the reputation as a brand. And I think when you're dealing with international clients, some people don't love sending money internationally. And there's a little bit of a scarcity thing there. Like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay this person who lives on the other side of the world? And if you mention PayPal or you send something through PayPal, they're like, oh, sweet, this is PayPal. I know how to use this. I know this is trustworthy. I know that my credit card details aren't going to get stolen, which is always, you know, a plus. And then the other thing with PayPal is it is linked to my website host for processing the transactions in my core sales and I have just recently added Stripe as in the like last three weeks recently so now that people can so now people can choose whether they want to pay through Stripe with just their credit card or whether they want to pay through PayPal which has been really interesting I'm quite intrigued to see if there's any sort of pattern that develops for my course sales, whether one option is more popular than the other. But at the moment, I just like having those two payment options available depending on the customer and what they prefer. Now, the last category here is, I guess, the organization and scheduling part of this. And I think this is probably what's most interesting to a lot of people. And if you are new to the podcast, you probably haven't heard me talk about this before, but for those of you that have been around, you know, <laughs> but I actually do a lot of manually posting in my business for myself and for my clients. Um, I have a whole host of reasons for this, and I actually have a whole separate episode on scheduling and the pros and the cons and the options around this. So I'll link that down below in the show notes if you'd like to go listen to that first. However, in moments like this, I do schedule. Like right now, I, as I said, I'm in Italy, I'm about to hop on a plane. So client posts do get scheduled when I have holidays. And sometimes, you know, you just want to have a bit of a week off or, you know, it's a Friday, it's a Friday morning and you're like, hey, I want to schedule all of my posts through to Monday, clock off for the weekend, all of that kind of stuff. So again, if you listen to that full podcast episode, it's not that I'm against scheduling. I just really like using a mixture of both in my business, scheduling and manually posting. And when I am scheduling, people always ask me what piece of software I'm using. Am I using later? you know Planoly, Hootsuite, any of those things and I always kind of just giggle and say nope I just use the standard meta business suite <laughs> and it does have some flaws sometimes it is a bit glitchy um, to be honest I've only found it glitch 
like a couple of times this year. I want to say like three or four times. And one of them was around Christmas. So I think they just had a massive spike in uh, people scheduling and using the software. So it kind of just went a bit crazy. <laughs> but overall, I find it pretty reliable. And the biggest thing is that it's free. You don't have to pay for this. And I have always kind of sat there wondering why you would pay for a piece of tech that is not designed by Facebook, that is a third-party software, when you can literally use something that is owned by Meta and that is run through them and it's all linked really nicely. I think Meta has also done a lot of work to improve their sort of business center. There's a lot of different features. The insights are really, really good in the business suite as well. I use that for analytics and reports for clients. And overall, it just does everything I need and I don't see myself signing up to pay for a scheduling software anytime soon and I'm pretty happy with how it works. And alongside that, to make my scheduling possible and, you know, still easy as well as my manually posting, all of my client content goes into Trello boards. Again, I talked a little bit about this in the scheduling episode, but Trello is just my preferred piece of tech for client facing content or any sort of client communication or client relationships. Uh, everything or all of their content is loaded up into Trello boards. It's where we flag content ideas, upcoming events. They can comment on content. We can edit things there. And it also means when it comes to posting it, it's a matter of copying, pasting, downloading from Trello and you're good to go. Again, there's a lot of other apps out there that perform and do the same things as Trello. You've got Notion, you've got Asana, you've got so many different options out there. And in all honesty, they do the same. I have used almost all of them. Often I will adapt and use the piece of tech that my client is using. So in the past, I have used Notion, I have used Asana. There was another one that I've used as well. I guess it's a case of if you know an app that does organization and content calendars, I have most likely used it in my time. And the reason why I've stuck with Trello is purely kind of personal to me. I just like the look of it visually. I'm a very visual person and I think it just looks really beautiful. I think it's really easy for clients to use and just makes a lot of sense. The other piece of organizational tech that I do use is ClickUp. And again, this is very similar to Trello. In fact, it has some of the same features and same design board aesthetics and everything as well. However, I find ClickUp just a little bit more advanced when it comes to task management, uh, when it comes to integrating with team members, when it comes to automatic recurring tasks. And again, you can still do this kind of thing in Notion. You can still do this kind of thing in Asana, but you can do it in Trello, but I feel like it's not as good. And I really just use ClickUp as a nice way to separate my content from my tasks. Like think of ClickUp as like a giant to-do list on steroids. <laughs> and then think of Trello as the pretty content calendar and the pretty organization and the place to house the content versus in my ClickUp board, you'll find the lists of things like, okay, we need to create graphics for client X, clients Y needs clap captions. You'll also find in my ClickUp, um, I have sections for my podcast and organizing episodes coming up with topic ideas. Uh, it's also where I integrate and work with my contractors and team members. So they get automatically assigned tasks. I can check in and see what they're working on, what they've completed, chase them up if anything hasn't been completed and this was a piece of tech that I invested in about a year ago and I really do like ClickUp. 
I think it works really well for me and my business. But again, there are a lot of options on the market. So if you feel overwhelmed, I would recommend watching some YouTube videos. There's some good breakdowns and tutorials. But at the end of the day, you're probably going to find these are all very similar and they're all going to do the job. So don't stress out too much. Don't spend too much time trying to pick a piece of tech to help you. It's not actually going to make or break your business because at the end of the day, they all end up doing the same things. And I think that sort of applies to a lot of the apps I've suggested to you today. You know, if I've suggested CapCut, but you actually really like Vimeo, it doesn't mean you're not going to be a successful social media manager because you use a different app to me. It all works out in the end. And it's all about finding what works for you personally, best in terms of your workflow, in terms of getting everything done on time, in terms of just your enjoyment. You know, like I said, for me, I really like Trello just because it just visually hits home for me. I like the way everything is designed or everything's laid out. However, I also know a lot of people that prefer Notion and they like the look and feel of Notion. So definitely use to your advantage some of the free trials with these uh, apps and pieces of tech and see what one works for you. I'll try link below everything that I've mentioned. Um, I think I have an affiliate link for ClickUp if you're keen to sign up for that. Otherwise, I'll drop the links to the rest down below. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was a bit of a quick one, but a nice little breakdown with a little bit of further context from that Instagram post, the apps I use. And I know I get this question a lot. So hopefully this helps a few of you. And with that all out of the way, I better get to the airport and not miss my flight. And I will catch you in next week's episode. Make sure to subscribe. Please leave a review if you're enjoying the Dishing Up Digital podcast, because that really does help us out a lot and helps our podcast get exposed to more people. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>